talking about boxing. Just absolutely boxing. We're talking about boxing. Just absolutely boxing. Boxing. Absolutely All right, y'all, what's going on? Welcome back to the Just Absolutely Boxing Podcast. It's episode 52. My name is Ant, a.k.a. Combo Breaker 99, like the shirt say right there. <laughs> it's your boy, Boxing P. What's up, y'all? Yeah, we about to, we back. We about to talk about last weekend's fights again. Um, Donna Stevenson versus Badu Jack. That fight ended in a draw, so just kind of going, kind of want to go in on that fight as well. We're going to talk a little bit about uh, Gary Russell versus uh, uh, Jojo Diaz, uh, but before we do that, I just wanted to say uh, rest in peace to uh, Troy Waters. I just saw that like a few hours ago. Um, he was a mid, uh, junior middleweight contender, you know, from from the early eight, late late eighties, early nineties. You know, he went to war with guys like. Uh, Terry Norris and uh, Felix Trinidad. Um, he actually had uh, leukemia, and uh, he just recently passed away. You know, he left behind two kids and a wife. So I just wanted to say, you know, rest in peace and condolences to his family. But um, yeah, you know, he was from Australia. He he was like the Commonwealth champion out there. But uh, yeah, man. Uh, sometimes you do, you just never know, man. You don't hear about some of these fighters after a while, and I didn't even know he had it. You know. That's crazy, but uh, on that off that note, man, um, what you been up to this week? How was your weekend, P? Uh, it was good, man. Um, a little rainy, but it was good. I just was chilling, um, catching the fight Saturday. Um, yeah, that was really it, man. Like I said, pretty much rained the whole weekend down here. So, yeah, we played the crib. Yeah, shoot, that rain, shoot, we needed it, man. It, was, it started getting a little hot to me, bro. Oh, bro. <laughs> yeah, it was getting a little too hot, man. <laughs> You're beginning, brother. Get back. Yeah, I just got to get adjusted to it, and I'll be good, man. Yeah, man. About to heat up out there. Hell yeah, man. But, um, yeah, man, Saturday, the uh, Gary Russell versus uh, Jojo Diaz fight, it was it was a pretty, uh, I'd say it was a good a competitive fight for Gary Russell. I know he won it. You know, some people were saying it could have went either way. Um, I feel, you know, I feel uh, Gary Russell did what he had to do to win, you know, retain his belt. What did you think of his performance? Um, <clears throat> I thought it was a decent performance against the game, you know, competitor and JoJo Diaz. But the thing is, and we were like um, expecting to see greatness in Gary Russell. Exactly. You know what I mean? Not just Saturday night period, you know, from the Olympics to where he's at now, we're still waiting to see that transition into the pros. You know what I'm saying? We we haven't really – he's not really um, – putting on really like world-class performances, dominating performances, and to be honest, I mean, that was a good win, but it was a close fight, ain't 
You know what I'm saying? But um, <clears throat> I just feel like the people were kind of expecting a lot more out of Gary Russell. I mean, he said he got the fastest hands in boxing. You know what I'm saying? Um, put them, put them to work. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Put them to work. You know, he dropped a fight against Lomachenko. To me, that was devastating to his his career. He needed that win. Something like that would have. That was a fight he needed to win. You know what I'm saying? Um, and um, that was like another fight that the fans felt like he didn't level up. You know what I'm saying? And um, really take that fight, take control of that fight. You know, it's like the the the, the, the we, we just aren't seeing the Gary Russell that we, we we're hoping to see. Not yet, anyway. Mm-hmm. I'm glad that you, you you brought that up about fast hands because that's what was kind of gonna how I was going to kind of go into that was that fast hands are impressive because when I first seen him hit the scene, you know, a few of his fights on HBO, I was like, man, this dude got fast hands. But fast hands and accurate hands are two different things to me. Like fast hands for so long can look impressive. And this ain't no knock to him. You know, I'm just going off what I saw. But like the moments when he's landing those fast hands, it's kind of like a lot of those shots weren't really getting through to Diaz, you know, they weren't really landing on the button to Diaz. That's why it was kind of looking competitive and close in people's eyes. But Gary Russell, he's at the point, you know, he's won over 20 some odd fights now, got a belt. We starting to want to kind of see the more surgical precision Gary Russell now, you know, like Floyd, when he hit the scene, he was fast hands, you know, but he was also accurate. You know, he was also quick, not just fast. And, you know, there's a difference between quickness and you know, speed, you know, we want to see you picking your shots with those with accuracy. We want to see splitting that guard. We just don't want to see you banging on the guard. You know, guy got his hands. We just don't want to see that. We want to see you split that guard. We want to see you land more efficient quality shots. And I think that's kind of where a lot of people were kind of drawing the line between him looking impressive and just looking like he was just there to retain his belt with a unimpressive victory you know what i mean because like i said it's not really a knock to him and his style i mean he yeah he got fast hands but it's time to kind of make certain adjustments with the fast hands and utilize it right don't don't just punch yourself out you know fast hands don't win don't win fights and you know right it's it's just a a good attribute to have you know what i'm saying but it definitely Mm -hmm. fights so you know yeah (laughs) You know, fast hands, you can have the fastest hands in the world if you're not landing shots. Mm-hmm. It don't matter. Yeah, because I like to make my own assessment when I watch a fight. You know, I watch it first and then I kind of go back and think about it. But I also went through some different on different social media platforms that were talking about the fight. You know, I just kind of went through and looked at them and I skipped the troll comments, of course, and just kind of went through the, the people that were actually analyzing. And they were kind of saying the same thing that, you know, you got fast hands, but they wanted to see him kind of split the guard more and, you know, start busting Diaz up a little bit more, picking your shots, you know, not just hitting it. It was like, I'm, I'm seeing 10, 12 punches, but only like two or three landing, you know? Right. Right. Because to me, it will win a fight if nobody is doing anything, you know, if the other fighter is not doing anything. It's kind of like we were talking about Lomachenko. You know, Lomachenko, he got fast hands at times, but it looks like they're not really doing much, you know, to – the right. shots are just kind of hitting the guard and everybody's cheering for it. But at the same time, it's really 
not doing anything until he's sitting down on the punches and like, you know, picking his shots, you know? Right. Like you say, <clears throat> damaging shots, busting the guy up, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Not just having the guy leave the fight like he wasn't in the fight, you know what I'm saying? Because you're not getting through. You know what I'm saying? You're not you're not landing hard shots, hard clean shots. You know it's a lot of fluffing there too. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, and it just go like I said, go back. Me saying like we expected to see big things out of Gary Russell in in, in in the boxing world, and we still haven't really seen that yet. Yeah, and um, of course you know there's always time. I mean he can. He can still improve. I mean, he does have the belt. The only loss on his record is, you know, that Loma fight, which it was it was a majority decision. Um, as far as like it, what what you would like to see from him now, you know, he's been kind of being vocal about fighting Tank. How? What are what are the odds of him actually getting that fight and winning it? Um. As far as like the politics with him getting it, I don't, I don't, I, I mean, it would be a huge fight for the DMV area. You know what I'm saying? But yeah. I, I don't know how the politics would, you know, play into that fight happening soon. But as far as, you know, him winning that fight or even, you know, I just, um, going up to 130. That'd be uh that'd be kind of dangerous. It would be very dangerous, man. Cause I mean, Tank. I mean, he proven he an animal at one thirty, and I mean, he got the power. You know, he 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 picking his shots. He he going to the body. He in there doing everything, and um, it's a lot of power at one thirty. And I I really just don't think Gary Russell. You know, Gary Russell ain't old, but he ain't. 23 no more either you know what i'm saying and tank tank just on the he 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 on the roll right now you know um but i think it'll be a good fight it would mm-hmm. be a good fight it would be a good fight but i think tank will wind up stopping him eventually late late in that fight because um i mean i don't i, I don't know what small guy can take can take that take those type of shots from from him man i'm just saying mm-hmm. hard shots coming from small from a small guy he just happened to have a physique that can you know, generate that type of power, you know what I'm saying, and land on the shots and and even absorb them. I mean, Tank got a thick neck. Yeah. Like, he looks like a heavyweight in a, in, in, a, in, a, in a small body, you know, the way he mm-hmm. built. Um, he's got an interesting, I think, physique for that, for that 130, and it's, 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 it's going to take, um, it's going to take something special to get him out of there, I think. Yeah, that and when you look at somebody like Gary Russell, if he couldn't stop a guy like uh, Jojo Diaz or even come close to stopping him, I don't think he's going to be able to pack the power at 130 to get Tank's respect, you know? And he didn't really show, like I said, like the precision punch and that accuracy that's going to really tap Tank on the chin, you know, somebody like that. Um, I think him fighting Lomachenko again would be interesting. You know, if he got a rematch with him, that would be, that would be more interesting than a tank fight for me. It, it, it would, it would now, now that you said it, but, 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 but what, what would be different? That's what I'm trying to think. Cause we just see the same Gary Russell 
Yeah. You think it was the same one? Because that was about four years ago. Almost about um, four years ago. So I mean, because he's still not looking. In the thing, yeah, I guess so, because he only fought like five, I want to say four times before this fight in four years. Three or four years, so he fought once and um, he only fought, he's been fighting once every year, man. He's been fighting just once every year since, since uh, he was active that year when he fought Lomachenko, but ever since then, like 2015, 16, he only been fighting once a year, so that, that ain't really time to improve so and even like you know tank he's going on next year he want to fight four times i just like that type of talking you know what i'm saying whether he do it i don't know but i like that type of talk he, he's down to fight four times yeah times next year you know he's a young man he don't need that type of turnaround time he's young yeah well that's what i kind of miss about like the past decade you know even with Cotto and them they were fighting two three times a year they weren't really picking their fights until they became stars, you know? Like, right now, everybody need to be active, you know, fighting everybody. You know, you get to a point in your career where you can do what these guys have done, but these young guys, that's what I'm saying, the Charlos, all of them, the Charlos, the Sp- y'all just need to be running through and, 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 and staying busy. That don't mean fighting bums, because it's a lot of y'all that could be fighting each other. You know what yeah. I'm saying? But they need to be staying busy and <clears throat> getting those rounds in. You yeah. Know what I'm getting those rounds in. Yeah, because I mean, there must be something to what you're saying. Like, you don't really see that. You don't see Russell as impressive. You see him about as the same back then. Because I mean, there, there really hasn't been time to improve because, like I said, you only been fighting once a year. A year so man. there hasn't really, you know, that's coming from you. You've seen him since then. And then after that, till now. You haven't seen any difference, right? I Much mean, of a difference. Yeah, I mean, it, it's just enough to win, but I you mean, know, yeah, that's it. all you do is watch the fight Saturday night. This is a fight that mm-hmm. I thought that he should would look impressive in, and he, I mean, he you know got a decision, but I mean, it wasn't the, it wasn't the best performance from a, from Gary Russell, you know. So the last time you see him four years ago with Lomachenko, he he dropped that and then came back. Four years later, and still, it wasn't like a first round knockout or a twelve round domination. You know what I mean? It just looked regular. Yeah, um, I mean, I I don't know. Yeah, because um, You're screaming out names like Tank and stuff like that, guys who doing different stuff in the ring than, than you doing, guy. Then you know that uh, we you know that remains to be seen. You know? Yeah, yeah, because Tank is a big step up for you. You know, you had to, in your previous fight, to be calling out somebody that's going to be a monster. You got to be, you got to have blown through that dude, you know. You have got to make it look like you didn't, y'all didn't belong in the same ring. You belong in there with the tank. But I don't know if he got the firepower, like I said, or defense to to stop a tank from coming forward, you know. And then, so people don't really get confused, like, people got to realize tank got a lot of um, stuff riding with him right now. Not just you know he, he winning, he undefeated, he knocking people out. You know he got Floyd Mayweather kind of on the ropes right now. You know what I'm saying? But he's still rolling with TMT. You know a lot of these mental things. The other fighters are still other fighters still worrying about how they gonna pay their rent next month at, or how they gonna do this next month. Tank is a different 
mental space because of who he's with and his path in boxing. You know what right. I'm saying? Tank very well might, might got more money than Gary Russell, even though Gary Russell got 20 fights, been around, you know, a little longer than him, you know, but so that could put Tank in a different space. Fighting on the big stage. Okay, Tank is fought on McGregor and Floyd Mayweather undercard don't get no bigger than that. And so right. it's Gary Russell ain't seen a look close to that yet or a lot of these other guys out. So when I say, you know, I'm pulling for Tank to win or I see Tank win, it's it's more than just the boxing, you know. You got to add all those other things around him and then the power and the boxing skill and, 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 a, and, a, and a focus tank. We've seen a focus tank. We see what a focus tank can look like. But I'm just saying that, that you're talking about a kid who – it's kind of just on a higher level because of the way he came up in the game. You know what I'm saying? I mean, like I say, Gary Russell been around longer, mm-hmm. just as long as Tank. You know, a lot of these guys out here. I mean, even somebody like a Devin Haney. People know Devin Haney, but more people know Tank. And yeah, you know, yeah. Tank got UK fans. He got a, a UK fan base. You know what I'm saying? And it's just so he's already ingested all that stuff mentally, being a, a, a bigger star than the average boxer. You know, Tank probably go places and get mobbed. Every boxer don't get mobbed. You know what I'm saying? So he he he's definitely like in a different place than, than, than a lot of these guys and probably understands a couple different things than some of these guys do, you know, even though he's younger than them, you know, or may have maybe, you know, not has been in the game as long as them, but, you know, his – um. His ring out, his boxing IQ, I think, is higher than a lot of guys because, I mean, he learning from the best. Aunt. And then, like I said, just being on them big stages. I mean, he's been on a few big stages, and I'm just saying he's been on one of the biggest, period, but he's been on a few. He fought in the UK. Mm-hmm. Gary Russell ever fought in the UK? Has any of these other guys ever fought in the UK? That's a whole nother experience. And at 23, he experienced that. So he he's maturing as a, as, as a boxer quicker than some of these guys because they're not experiencing some of the things he experienced. You see what I'm saying, That Can you see, like, some of the things that would propel him into a different, like, mental space than some of these guys just seeing some of this stuff so early? Yeah, I kind of feel like a lot of the things he's been through alone, you know, outside of the ring has kind of got him a little bit older than these other fighters in boxing years, you know, as far as, like, how to handle different situations. I mean, I mean, some things he still handled a little immature, you know, but at the same time, he's already kind of learning. To, to me, what he's dealing with in the ring, he's actually dealing with it better than he is dealing with the outside stuff, which to me makes me say his ring IQ is getting kind of higher than some fighters. You know what I mean? It's like when he goes in the ring, he don't have the jitters that some fighters have. It's like I've been through so much out here that the, what's in the ring ain't nothing to me, you know? And that's that's kind of where he's kind of at right now with his, you know. So somebody like Gary Russell, I think for him to move up and want to challenge somebody like that, that's kind of got this, you know, the mental strength that he has alone, like somebody like Tank from where he's from and then the way he's coming into the game, it's it's just kind of, it's a big step for it. It'd be too big a step for Gary Russell to me. I really... I think that's a dangerous fight for him, don't you? Yeah, I, mean, I, I, I think it would just—it's just, especially if it's for a guy who's not that active, and it's not like Gary Russell was in there, you know, fine-tuned. He's, yeah. You know, 
like you say, he's fighting once a year against a guy who's got all the energy in the world right now, and you know, mm-hmm. Tank had two belts. He pretty much gave one away. You know what I mean? He yeah. He's just done stuff in the game that um a lot of a lot of guys older than him haven't and seen a lot of things that some guys may never see just rolling, you know, with the floor with you know TNT. Yep. You know what I mean? Tank, his mother got a house already. Some guys may have not bought their mom a house yet. You know what I'm saying? Something they want to do, but you know, that's done already. <laughs> you know what I mean? So that that stuff of grown some grown men haven't 30, 40 haven't ever done or will do in the 23 this man and did that. So I'm just saying, um, you know. Again, like I said, see, you can kind of see the maturity in Hank that I know a lot of people don't see is the fact that he wants to stay active too, you know? Yeah. He's actually trying to stay active and fight more than once a year. That's why I'm just saying, like, that alone is going to be a a tough sell for us to actually want to see somebody like Gary Russell in the ring with him, you know? Yeah, yeah. Like I say, only thing they would have is, the, you know, a little DMV connection but is that is that enough to really pull a whole fight together you know people from that area would love to see them duke it out because you know both of them are from you know that area or whatever so but other than that it's no real interest not right now definitely not from that fight last Saturday Gary Russell didn't spark no interest in you know people wanting to see him and Tank Davis in my eyes and no, no to me I think he should just stay at 126 and try to unify. I think that's the best way he can kind of make his stamp on the game is try to unify. Um, he could fight, you know, we got Leo Santa Cruz and, um, you know, Abner Mars, you know, they got, they're going to fight. They're going to have their rematch. So he could fight the winner of them and unify. Or, you know, the other guy, um, the other guy lost his belt. That guy, Lee Selby, he had a belt at 126. So, What's his name? Warrington. Warrington beat him. That was on um that was on Saturday night in the UK. So he could fight that guy too and just kind of do like Terrence Crawford, you know, f- skip the dangerous big fight, man, and just go for like unification, you know. I think he has better chance against somebody like um Abner Mars or somebody like that, you know. Yeah, I like him and Santa Cruz. That, that I don't know about that one, but yeah. Mares. Oh yeah, yeah. Definitely stand, stand by a chance of fighting those type of guys, but um, we'll see, man. You ain't gonna do that fight once a year, though, man. You know what I'm saying? No, uh, uh-uh. that's what I'm saying. Like, after this fight, he got to fight two more times this year, <laughs> squeeze in two more, you know, get in there this summer, and then at the end of the year, man. That's the, and, I, and not only for your activity, for your own self, is recognition, your promotion. I mean, promote you, fight and promote themselves, you know. It's not like people don't want to see him in there. He's just not in there. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, we ain't seen him. Man. That's why it's like, how can we give him the, you know, the accolade he des- de- deserves? We ain't seen the guy, you know? Right. But, but shoot, yeah, that's that's what I want to see. I just want to see him unify at 126, man. Um, is there anything else you want to say on this fight? No, just, I mean, even the tank thing, I mean, Gary Russell called him out. So that's all yeah. they're talking about. You know, Tank and him in the same breath. That was something he 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 did at the end of the fight. So we just spoke on that and was like, that ain't really right. We see. 
I still want to see Tevin Farmer and Tank. I want to see that before I want to see them. Before that, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Going um to this main event, Donna Stevenson versus Badu Jack. Now, like we said, going into this fight, you know, Badu Jack was ready to make that wave. You know, I, I was ruthless. You know, I said Stevenson going to knock him out. <laughs> but, you know, this fight actually turned out to be a pretty entertaining fight. You know, um, no knockdowns, but it was, it was the first half was started off a little bit slow, but it, it, it started to turn into more, you know, entertainment and drama throughout the second half of the fight. Um, but, you know, it ended in a draw. Um, how do you feel about a draw, man? Like, as far as like, I know I feel like he deserved, they both deserved just to get a draw. It was that close, but do the draws make you feel like you don't feel satisfied? Like, you know, somebody doesn't walk away as a winner? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, and Blue balls again. And then you referred to the um, Triple G and Canelo. Then I got what you were saying. You know yeah. what I mean? Something like that fight definitely left me unsatisfied, you know. This one, not so much because, I mean, I don't expect a whole, whole lot out of either one of these guys, you know what I'm saying? So it wasn't. It was. It wasn't as high level as Canelo and, Tri- and Triple G, which you know, which ended in the draw, and that definitely was dissatisfying. This one, it wasn't as bad, and you know, I would like to see a winner, but it wasn't as bad, you mm-hmm. know, as that one. But you know, in a sport like boxing, man, it's like it's only two men, so a draw don't really do nobody the fans any justice. You know what I mean? It's only two men and we figure it, it has to be a winner and a loser. You know, it's only two people. Yeah. Not like a team sport, uh, you know, the other sports out there. So a draw in boxing is definitely a little different than, you know, maybe a draw in other sports because the other sports, they can go into overtime or double overtime to break the draw, you know, the top. Boxing, you just stuck with that draw until a rematch, which could be six months later. Right. You know what I mean? You know, a, a football game or a basketball game, they'll go into overtime to break the tie. Eh? To break it, yeah. yeah. They won't just stay at a tie, you know, but with boxing, it's just yeah. a draw until six months later, maybe. Yeah, and that's my thing. Like, I guess when, um, see, with casual fans or certain fans that just want to see entertainment punches thrown, they can walk away and say, that fight was good, you know, if they just see a lot of punches landed on each other. But to me, I want to see a victory, you know. I, I want to see a victory. Like, with the Canelo Triple G, that was unsatisfying, yeah, because it was on a big level. But at the same time, it was like, um, we felt one fighter did do more than the other. They just didn't get it. They kind of got the raw end, you know, whether you felt it was Canelo or Triple G. But with this one, I felt the draw was fair because neither guy had did enough to win right. or really impressed. But I guess my dissatisfaction with it is the fact that neither one did enough to win, you know, neither, neither one of them didn't rise to the occasion. That's what kind of had me kind of pissed off, not pissed off, but disappointed. You know, like when I w- saw body Jack come in, you know, I was like, this guy, he might take the belt and do something different. You know, even though I didn't, um, even though I didn't pick Badu Jack, I was like, maybe it's going to be a passing of the champion, you know? But he didn't really, he didn't start fast. That was the first thing. He didn't start fast enough to make his presence known. Um, 
at the same time, he was almost like the same fighter he was at 168, maybe a little bit stronger, but he kind of came in with that same mental. And that was kind of what I was telling you, like he's a workman type fighter where he stays on that same plane, but you got to remember, you got to level up, you know, you got to, you go in here, but then when your other fighter is catching up, you got to hit that peak, you know, and you got to stay there if you want to win. And that's kind of why he got a draw. I mean, it, he, he feels that he did enough to win the fight, but he got to go back and watch that first half. He didn't do enough to win. Because um, Donna Stevenson, he didn't look impressive in the first half. You know, he was actually looking kind of sloppy a little bit, you know, from the ring rust. But I just feel like that was his moment to try to capitalize, Badu Jack's moment to capitalize in the first half of the fight, make his presence known, and then close the show in the second half like he did. But... Just just because the weight class changes, you know, the fighter doesn't really change. You know what I mean? Yeah, not necessarily. Yeah, not necessarily. Yeah, it doesn't always work that way. I think the fighter, if he is going to change the weight class, he's going to have to want to do it more than just for comfort level. He's got to want to, he's got to want to win. You know, he's got to really have that mentality that I'm going for something, you know? Like, like I said, I referred to Andre Ward versus Kovalev. That wasn't a draw because it could have been a draw, but Ward, he did enough to rise to the occasion to take the fight and convince some judges that, hey, Ward did enough to beat Kovalev. Where in this one, there were so many close rounds, you know? Yeah. There were some rounds where it was like you could say Badu Jack won or Adonis Stevenson won, but they were too close to call. They were just too close to call. And by then, it was like one card had it for Badu Jack and the other two had it for, you know, at 114 to 114. And I couldn't argue with that. What about you? I mean, no, I thought I thought I thought it was pretty, pretty dead on, to be honest. You know, I mean, um, you know, it's been stuff come up with the punch stats too, and you know, let me ask you that. How do, how do you feel about punch stats? To me, punch stats, you cannot really go by punch stats because if we did you could land all your punches in one round and you can win the fight. You know what I mean? Like if some people say, oh, he outlanded him by 200 punches, it kind of depends on, it had punch stats have to be distributed throughout the rounds fairly. You know, you know what I mean? As a fighter, that's how it has to look impressive. You know, you have to win exchanges in each round to make your punch stats look impressive. Like I'm saying, like, let's say, a fighter landed over a hundred punches in one round and he didn't land any more than the next 11 rounds. Okay. But let's say the other guy, he landed a steady stream of 10 punches on you in every round by that. What was that? Like, well, let's say he landed maybe nine and then you landed 90 throughout the fight and he landed a hundred in one round. He landed more, but you won every single round, you know, yeah, that can kind of confuse people. But I, what I'm saying is it all comes down to each round, not just punch stats, how many punches you land. You have to win each, take each round as a separate fight. You have to convince the judges that you won each round and not off of how many punches you landed. Because you got to remember, it's, it's quality punches over a quantity of punches to me, mm -hmm. you know? What do you think about it? 
Um, I mean, who do you, yeah, okay, you, who do you think landed the more quality punches though? I mean, it's 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 it's, it's, it's kind of hard to say it to me because like Badu, I mean, the second half he did he did some stuff, but he did get hurt to the body in round ten, you know. I mean, and those are the, the meaningful shots, you know, shots that you kind of see a response to or response from to me, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? But um, like as far as like the punch stats, um, that that's that's a very valid point. Each each round. Um, should be based like on individual basis, but um, you know, if you got a, if 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 a guy threw fifty jabs the whole fight and you threw a hundred jabs, you know, every punch stat like doubles, you know, um. You know, it it could be up for it could be up for debate, and that's not necessarily how I feel because it is landed punches. Now, what are the judges, you know, consider landed punches? Do they consider punches on the guard as landed punches? You know what I mean? Yeah. They judge different flurries, pitter patter flurry. You know, they judge different stuff is being landed because you know if you know those those numbers of punches that that you know, landed or whatever, then if you're saying the person that, you know, it's, it's a point system. You know, yeah. it's a point system, but that is a, va- a very good point you brought up because, like you say, a person can do something, like you said, I mean, just like this fight, can do something the first half of the fight, then another person do, you don't do nothing the second half of the fight, and the person do a little bit the second half of the fight, you know what I'm saying? It kind of start balancing out stuff, you know what I'm saying? I mean, yeah. So you do gotta kind of go on the round around basis or whatever. I just brought that up because I did see a, a post of you know the punch stats or whatever from the Badu and um and uh, Stevenson fighting. Of course, like Badu definitely had landed you know a lot more you know everything jabs they broke it down like that or whatever. But you know at the end of the day, Aunt, this fight was a draw. Mm-hmm. So I mean. Because um, if I had to pick who threw the more effective punches at times, I still feel like it was um, Adonis Stevenson. I mean, I, like I said, I mean, yeah. he hurt him to the body and around. T- those are the punches that count mm-hmm. for me and not just, you know, punch, punches where I see a reaction from. You know what I'm saying? And, yeah. um, you, know, you know, not just that body, that body shot alone or the body punches alone in that round, but like the first half, like, he wasn't throwing pity pat punches. He was throwing punches with intentions on him in the first half. Like some of them, of course, they didn't really hurt Badu Jack yet, but I could still see he was throwing punches with bad intentions, you know, where at times Badu Jack, he wasn't really doing anything or doing enough. Like I think Badu Jack was doing some more clever things as far as being, you know, like the holding and the clinching. And I think he was better on the rough stuff on the inside but Adonis Stevenson was better fighting on the inside. If you know what I mean? I think Adonis Stevenson's inside game was better as far as, you know, how to actually throw when you're on the inside. You know, he was being first on the inside. That's what helped him kind of, you know, win that first half of the fight and then land, you know, kind of break Badu down in that later half and get those shots in, you know, because 
Badu Jack, like I said, he was doing some nice tricky things in there, but he wasn't throwing enough on the inside. Like he would try to clinch on the inside with Stevenson and use that strength, but he wasn't landing anything. And that's where he was letting some rounds go. Some refer, you know, some judges might judge that effective holding and effective clinching to make it look like you working, but Stevens was really working on it at moments, you know, and that that's how he got the body work in there, you know. That's how yeah. he was really able to kind of hurt him in that round. But those championship rounds, you know, I know a lot of people look at, and you know, Bottle Jack, he took those. I feel like he took those. I mean, he had it, you know, Stevenson busted nose. He had him gasping for air a little bit. So he it was a little too late by then. Like I'm saying, like he was, he was just then getting to that speed where he should have been in like round five, you know, he was where he in round tw- in round 12 was where he should have been around five, you know, had he had done that, he may have stopped Stevenson. Yeah. He may have yeah. stopped Stevenson if he had got started earlier. But, yeah. You know, that's why I say, man, I, I, I thought a draw, draw was fair yes. because, you know, both of them were doing different good things. You know what I'm saying? Neither one of them, neither one of them are great fighters, eh? I mean, they be fighters, maybe, you know, no disrespect, but we're not looking at, you know, to me in my eyes, elite fighters. Neither one of them really do anything special. So it wasn't a whole lot to take from it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It really wasn't a whole lot to, you know, take from it. But um a draw, a draw was the right thing to do. I mean, now the, the question is now is do people want to see a rematch? To me, honestly, if it happens, it happens. Now, but it's nothing. I'm, you know, I uh, hold my breath to see. Me personally, mm-hmm. me personally, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I'm not like overly excited for a rematch, but I feel like a rematch needs to happen just to just so they can hash it out for the fighter's sake. I, I feel like the fighter's sake they need it for themselves, like us. You know, like you said, if, if it happens, you're going to watch it probably, you know, but at the same yeah. time, it's not like we demand that shit. You know, it's like do it for y'all. Y'all, one of y'all need to get one of y'all need to rise to that occasion. You know, I'm saying? I see the same fight happening. So I'm not really, you know, it's, 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 it's you know, the Kovalev thing was different than Andre Wolf. We're like, oh, shit, well, Kovalev know he in there with an animal now. So he got he know he got to do something different. He exactly. got to come. This is not really that same intensity. And aside from the body, the body shot in this fight, there was really no dramatic moments in it that made one of us, you know, think somebody was in death, deathly, like between life and death. Like with War Cobra, their first fight, there was a drama, there was the knockdowns, there was the, you know, just the overall decision War got was controversial in other people's eyes. So people demanded that rematch, you know, they wanted to see. And then when it happened, it was like it ended in dramatic fashion. But this fight here didn't really end in a dramatic fashion because both guys didn't do enough to impress or cause drama. I mean, aside from Badu Jack landing that left hook on the ref, you know, there was really no, you know, no big big moments. That was a highlight of the fight, man. That was a highlight, man. Yeah. It's the second time he punched the ref. It, 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 and you know what? I, I was just about to say that too, man. I think the referee was in the way, man. I didn't like some of the things he was doing. You know, he kept like shoving Badu Jack back and like pulling him out to let him. I ain't gonna lie, he he wasn't really able to get work in because of the referee at times. You know, yeah. 
he was a little bit too much in the way, man. So that's why he got hit twice. <laughs> no, no. But <laughs> another referee, too. That's what they were saying. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the referee. In the DeGale fight. Yeah, yeah. He, yeah. So he, he got power. He got power. He just got to use it, man. But yeah, my thing is, like, I wasn't satisfied with this fight because now we can't see what's next for you. You know, like, I wanted to see Stevenson pull something out so he could finally fight Kovalev. You know, I want to see Badu Jack win. So maybe he could go off and fight Kovalev, you know, and get something done. But yeah, it just leaves like it may leave an entertaining fight, but it'll leave in some people's eyes. But it'll leave us, you know, it'll leave questions unanswered for us. Like who's really the best, man? Because like that's why we watch boxing. Exactly, because we want. That's what I meant to say earlier too, man. You know, a draw for us can be unsettling because we want to know who's the best between two men two warriors, we watch them train, we watch them do this, we watch them, you know, the whole nine yards, and when they get in the ring, we want one winner and one loser to walk out so we can say, okay, this is the best man. Out of these two, he's the best. You know what I mean? That's what we live for, you know, as far as the sport yeah, is Like I said, if we wanted to watch two people just punch each other for nothing, we would just go outside and, you know, go out in the street and watch two people punch each other, but we actually in here watching two men that had like a six to eight week training camp, got on weight, come in there and utilize their skills the best way they can and see who can come out on top in this game of chess. But, you know, whenever we walk away and see a draw, we say, okay, neither we, in our eyes, we say neither guy did enough to win, but we ain't satisfied. Right. Right. But now they didn't really do enough to make us satisfied to see a rematch. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, and that's what I'm saying. Um, you know, it's not like their future is super, super, super bright, you know? Yeah, 41 years yeah. old, Stevenson, you know? Yeah, he's old, and Badu, Badu, you still not really looking like, I mean, you're going to make big waves out there. I'm not saying you can't win no fights, but I'm not really seeing superstar and Badu Jack or whatever, so it's, 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 it's still kind of like... Um, and after this, I don't really see, like, a force to be reckoned with either, because, like, from what I saw tonight, or what I saw on Saturday night, to be honest, like that body of Jack, I see, I could have seen losing to somebody like Bivol, Dimitri Bivol, who got the other WBA belt. You know, I could have seen that. I could have seen somebody like him and probably, you know, hurting him. You know, I mean, and that's just, I mean, that's, just, I mean, to, to, to me, you can't really just be good in this sport, man. You got to be Andre Ward. You got to be. Terrence Bud Crawford, you got to be Floyd Mayweather. Yeah, there ain't no exception. You got to be. You got to be. You Man, have to be. Good is not enough, dude. You yeah. know, Bobby Jack is good. You know, Bobby Jack is good. He's good. He's but, good. Um, in this sport, you got you you're good. Just ain't enough, dude. You know, not 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 when you're on the top level. You know what yeah. I'm saying? It ain't enough. You know, so good is for wherever you satisfied or comfortable being that but if you want that recognition you always asking why ain't i noticed well look at these guys they get noticed because they're great you know well, I see. It's right there you know? yeah so like in my eyes like for fighters eyes or trainers eyes i would say rematch you know just for their sake like i said they need it for themselves um but donna stevenson he he wanted so um lot jack he i know he he said he wanted so 
you know, just go ahead and make it happen again, man. Yeah, I mean, because really, I mean, what, what else is out there for him? I mean, will Donna Steven even fight Kovalev if he was to win? You know, we don't even know. So it's like, I mean, I really think they kind of need each other right now, right? Because I mean, yeah, yeah, they do. They do. Because I mean, Kovalev, he got a fight coming up. And I mean, uh, Demetri Bivol would better be if they got they got things going on. And whenever uh, Badu Jack vacated that belt and didn't defend against Bivol, that made me show that he didn't really want to fight Bivol at the moment, you know. So yeah, they need each other. <laughs> yeah. But um, was there any other fights that happened Saturday besides these? Um, Showtime didn't have nothing, right? I mean, not Showtime, but HBO. Not that I, I don't think so. Yeah, June 9th is uh June 9th is Jamel Charlo and uh Austin Trout, man. What do you think of that, man? Um, you know, like I said before, man, it's just you know, I'm tired of older guys fighting the younger guys, and then the young guy might win and think that it's really something big or whatever. Uh, you know where 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 I'm at and where I'm gonna stand is I want to see these young guys getting in there and mixing it up, proving who's the best youngest guy, who's the best young guy, not who's the best guy because the, 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 you know they're knocking off old heads or whatever. Who's who's the best young guy? Mm-hmm. One fifty four, one sixty. You know, so um, I just feel like it's another easy win for um, Jamel, right? Jamel, you know, I mean Trout. He, passes, you know, his time has passed, you know, he's a good guy, humble guy. He's a solid fighter, but it's just, I mean, like I say, man, the, the, the older guys can't can't compete on this level no more, man. you know? Yeah. You know, yeah. it's just, just, just the way it is, man. You know, it ain't personal, you know? No, it ain't personal, you know, for all the time, he know it ain't, you know, he's no, he knows, so it's just like... For the time undefeated, you yeah. know? So, yeah. He always going to stay that way. But, um, yeah, man, I was posted earlier, you know, it's May 22nd. Um, I remember seeing this fight with my, my dad on HBO, uh, Riddick Bow versus Jesse Ferguson. What much of a fight it was a second round knockout for, you know, uh, Riddick Bow, man. Uh, shoot, that jump seemed like it was forever now, man. Was like 20 something years ago. I was like 10 years old when I saw that. And um, I was watching the little um, documentary at the beginning. And yeah, man, you know, Jesse Ferguson, he was uh, from um, Nightdale. Yeah, I didn't know until you said, until you posted that. Yeah. 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 There's quite yeah. a few fighters down here, man. I didn't realize I'm so boxer rich in history down here, man. So, oh, yeah, yeah. It, it is, man. Because, like, you know, like he said, he grew up in Nightdale. He grew up kind of poor. And um, it was like six, seven kids to one bedroom, you know. So, you know, he was like, he went in the military and then became a fighter. So, you know, getting his big paydays, start fighting bigger and bigger guys and taking the fight with Riddick Bo, you know, that money was like real, you know, it was like surreal for somebody like that that grew up poor. But, um, sure. yeah, man, North Carolina got some fighters coming out. You know, uh, James Bone Crusher Smith, he was from Magnolia, North Carolina. It's a small ass town, man. Anything else you want to say before we close, bro? Um, no, I really think that's that's really that's really it. The next thing we we got up is a Charlo and try. That's sad. That's oh, well, two, about two weeks. Yeah, 
Yeah. I mean, other than that, man, it's Memorial Day weekend, and I'm probably going to be hitting the beach this weekend and just chilling, laying back, really. So. Yeah, Topsy, you got to be careful out there. They got sharks out there sometimes now. So. Well. Yeah, they got a sign out there. Like I haven't been out there in like a year, but it's, they've been they've been reports of sharks like coming in closer to that shallow water, man. Stop it! I don't see something like that on TV and real shark signs. Are you serious? Yeah, man, I'm real. I'm being real, man. Out there, don't got to talk about this brother out there. I can swim, but I won't be out there. See, I just go out to the beach to chill. I don't even touch it. I, I go into that like ankle deep water, but that's where all you go find me, man. Yeah, that's pretty much it for me. That's man. all I need, you know. Right. Damn. That's crazy. <laughs> yeah, but man, that's that's pretty much all we got. You know, like I always say, you know, boxing is life, man. You know, we talk about it like every day because it's a part of life. I mean, for me, just like I was saying today, like rising to the occasion, you know what I mean? Like sometimes when you just constantly stand on that flat plane and not just going to work, going to work, going to work. It, it just ain't nothing to it, you know what I mean? Like, it's gotta be something more to it than that. So, whatever you want, you, you gotta hit that that mount. You gotta rise up. You know, you gotta rise to the occasion to get what you want, man. I mean, if you just keep on staying level, man, you gonna get somewhere, but to me, it's like, you ain't gonna really get what you want, you know? And to me, is you just wanna get was giving you know a simple thing you want really work hard for something absolutely but yeah man that's all we pretty much got like i always say make sure you subscribe on itunes google play and soundcloud follow us on facebook instagram and twitter and like always my name is ant aka combo breaker 99 your boy boxing p and we about to sign off peace later y'all